Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest today is Federico Suburbi, Ph.D., professor at the School of Journalism and Mass Communication at Texas State University, San Marcos, and director of the Latinos in Media Project. Today we will discuss Latino media issues. Professor Suburbi lives in Austin, Texas, where he directs the Latinos and Media Project, an emerging nonprofit organization dedicated to the gathering and dissemination of research and resources pertaining to Latinos and the media. For more than 20 years, he has been teaching, conducting research, and publishing on issues pertaining to the mass media and ethnic groups, especially Latinos in the United States. He is finishing a book on the mass media and Latino politics. Professor Suburbi, welcome. Thank you. Let's talk about the U.S. Latino media. Who are these media? How many media outlets are we talking about? To start with, there's over 1,800 individual outlets, and maybe more if we count the stations that are general market English language stations that have a program an hour or two dedicated to salsa merengue or cultural activities, cultural music information directed to U.S. Latinos. All in all, there are over 20 newspapers that are published on a daily basis directed to U.S. Latinos, hundreds of weekly newspapers owned and operated by mom-and-pop shops, individuals, families, as well as corporate media that now have interest in Latino media, Latino newspapers. There are magazines in Spanish and English directed to U.S. Latinos. There are over 300 radio stations that transmit on a regular basis in AM and FM just to U.S. Latinos, not that they come from other countries, that they are directed to U.S. Latinos with almost any conceivable type of content in terms of music and format that are related to or of interest to the U.S. Latino population. And then there are the television networks and stations. The radio networks, by the way, are also the radio stations are networks as well as individual stations. And then television is individual stations and networks that have a diversity of programming, mostly entertainment, some news that are that have been here, both the broadcast and print have been here from the beginning of each of these mediums in, in the country. Then there's now also the Internet-based sources that portals and, and magazines that provide specific information for niche audiences, wherever they may be. These are the fastest-growing media in the country, and there is no country anywhere in the world that has as many ethnic-oriented media as the United States does, and nowhere close to what the Spanish language media, Spanish language, I should correct myself here, Latino-oriented media are in this country, because the Latino-oriented media are in English and Spanish and bilingual. So Latino media are of all languages with different interests of almost anything that they'll have an audience for. It's excellent that you talked about that because that was my next question, which is a lot of people think that Latino-oriented media or Latino media, as many call them, are in Spanish only. No way. You've got magazines that have been published in English since the beginning, Hispanic and Hispanic Business, just to name two of them, and are as Latino. 
organic as, as they can be, and they have served to inform, educate, acculturate Latinos from day one, serving uh, at the same time as focus of information for maintaining the ethnic identity. So these functions of helping Latinos become part of the American society in general or maintain at least some cultural elements come in any language. The goal is to serve the particular interest and a sense of identity that hardly ever dies no matter how many years someone has been here from another country. Do you have any idea what the breakdown is by language? In other words, is it 90% Spanish language media and 10% English language? Is it mostly broadcast in Spanish and print in English? Well, no, we have to take each medium individually. The daily newspapers are all in Spanish because there isn't that. There, I don't know of any English language Latino oriented daily, but there are 21 Spanish language Latino, U.S. Latino oriented daily, and I do not count in this equation the ones, the, the daily newspapers that come from Puerto Rico. Uh, Colombia, Venezuela, Santo Domingo, uh, Spain, Mexico, and just happen to circulate here. Those are not Latino-oriented. They are in Spanish, but those are foreign Spanish-language daily newspapers. So the, the 21 or so, every, every day there's a new one, uh, daily newspapers are all that's 100% in Spanish. In terms of the weeklies that are for Latino populations in the United States, the mix, it's a mixed bag. I don't have the countdown. Maybe you have read the numbers of how those distribute. But for the most part, they are Spanish, but they have a lot of English components because some of the readers of these Latino-oriented weekly newspapers don't have the skills but still do have the cultural ties, so they want to read about their culture and their people in English. And in terms of radio, it's mostly 90% or more is Spanish language radio. That what makes that's what makes it, these radio stations different from the English language ones. Although there are some bilingual fusion Spanish Spanglish stations, or sometimes within a Spanish language radio station, they'll have programs at a certain type of the day, late night, whenever, that are directed to that specific youth market. When we go to English to television, now we're talking about Univision and Telemundo. Telefutura and Mundos, though, and then TV Azteca, the most recent of the uh, of the networks uh, from Mexico, all of those are in Spanish. Although Telefutura and Mundos have some English language fusion programming or or the inclusion of that among the people who participate in those programs because they're oriented towards the youth. But television is for the most part Spanish, as is radio. It's in the magazine component where you have more of the English language one, and then we just have to be careful that when we say the Latino magazine market, we're not talking, again, about the ones that are produced either in Miami, New York, or Mexico, or, or Spain, but directed to the Spanish speaker wherever they may be. And those are different from the ones that are produced in, these, in the United States, be it Miami, New York, or Chicago, uh, Los Angeles, or whatever. That's direct, those are the ones directed to U.S. Latinos. Among those that are with, that have in mind the upscale 
Latino market, a good percentage, and I don't know the exact number, are English language because they are catering to the Latino who couldn't or wouldn't or just didn't have the circumstances to learn how to read Spanish, although they value their culture and they still want to maintain that, that tie and the, the business connection, the cultural connection, so that if they read about it in English, it doesn't matter. And that's Hispanic, Hispanic business, uh, Vista, Latina, Latina style, and I'm forgetting a, a few of the, the, the low rider for, for the youth-oriented ones. What about online? Uh, online, most of the product is English because the people who are in, in that category who are web-savvy and whatnot and, and want to go on the Internet, they want to continue their ties and they're developing content that's in English but with the Latino content, with the Latino flavor. I have to uh, pitch in here. I, I have to say that there is Latinita Magazine dot org, which is a magazine directed to Latina adolescents and teenagers, and it's in English because too many of them, given their parents uh, or their own education, is mostly in English. So they they have to read it and they can better tune into it in English. But we have a Spanish language version, and there are others that are out there developing niche content. Latinitas Magazine dot org is a nonprofit organization training and empowering Latina youth through media and technology. And on a monthly basis, they have uh, the magazine, uh, the teen-oriented the and the adolescent-oriented have content that is not fashioned just to be skinny and those supermodel, idealistic uh, Hollywood types, but how to be a just a normal teenager with your connection to your family, your culture, how to develop in a healthy balance of your life as a Latina girl in the United States. And that's one of many that there are out there. Professor Suburbi, thank you for joining us. And to our audience, thank you for listening to today's interview with Federico Suburbi, Ph.D., professor at the School of Journalism and Mass Communication at Texas State University, San Marcos, and director of the Latinos and Media Project, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority. If you have any questions, suggestions, or ideas, or if you or someone you know would like to be on the show, please feel free to share your ideas either on the website by leaving a comment on hispanicmpr.com, or you can also email me at editor at hispanicmpr.com. The email address again is editor at hispanicmpr.com. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information on how to reach Hispanics with marketing and public relations tools, including a complete presentation on Latino media by Federico Suburbi, Ph.D., visit our resources section at www.hispanicmpr.com. That's hispanicmpr.com.